You're listening to WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Never before, really, have I seen such a, a cruel and morally bankrupt budget. It dismantles our nation's basic living standards, uh, which Americans have turned to for decades. This budget, and you know this, it will push millions of people into poverty and over the edge. This budget destroys people's lives. Um, this budget, what you're doing is you're asking people to fend for themselves and you're really leaving them out in the cold. And our moral obligation is um, to make sure that every American has a decent standard of living. Uh, this budget is a broken promise and it's really a betrayal to every American in favor of tax cuts for millionaires, billionaires, and corporations. This is from You are listening to WERALP 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. This is Enlighten Me. I'm your host, Andrea Cambron, and I thank you all for joining me uh, this Wednesday and every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. It's really a pleasure to bring you some of the stuff that really matters to me. And this week is no exception. Uh, we're talking about kids and we're talking about the budget. Um, you know, I, I, as I think about what I want to do for the show every week. And I think about some of the stuff that uh, I really care about. Um, you know, I have two two children who are in school right now and their future matters to me. And I hope it matters to, you know, the children's futures matter to people who care about uh, the future of the U.S. And so today on the program, I have with me Thomas Hulescotter. I, I, I'm probably totally butchering his last name, um, but he is the uh, policy analyst for the health policy team at the Center for American Progress. And he has been looking at poverty rates and children and the fiscal 2017 budget that was proposed by the Trump administration. And he will be here today to talk about his recent piece on how the budget threatens children's health. Um, the Center for American Progress has done some really extensive work on how, uh, you know, poverty affects children. And uh, Thomas has been uh, some of, one of the people that has been a part of uh, many of the studies that the Center for American Progress uh, puts out. So I am pleased with uh, to have him on the program. He will be joining us later on to talk about that. Um, as well as, you know, Center for American Progress has just released um, an issue uh, that they have been working on on the school systems. Uh, and I hope to talk to Thomas about that as well. They're looking at the income divide in our nation's uh, schooling system. So I hope to talk to him about a couple of things that have been going on at the Center for American Progress dealing with our nation's education and our nation's school children. So. Hope you will uh, enjoy the conversation we have when we return. You are listening to WERALP 96.7 FM.
listening to WERALP 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. This is Enlighten Me. I'm your host, Andrea Cameron, and today we are talking about children and their health. Thomas Holzgetter is a policy analyst for Health Policy Team at the Center for American Progress. His recent piece, The Trump Budget Threatens Children's Health, is the topic for today, and I'm so glad to have him on the program with us. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me. Sure. Thank you for having me. All right. So you have been looking at um, how, uh, you know, policy affects children, especially within the education system. Um, First, tell us a little bit about what you've been working on and then, you know, how how this will affect uh, our nation's children. Sure. So most of what we've been working on lately is actually with the uh, the health care repeal bill in the House of Representatives and the Senate. Yeah. This past week, we shifted gears to... um, take a look at the Trump budget, which uh, came with its own set of policies and cuts that would negatively impact uh, health care and specifically children's health care. Uh, and tell us a little bit, a little bit about some of those things that it, that they would affect. You're saying that in, in the piece that you wrote, the Trump budget threatens children's health. You're saying that what will be most affected is the nutritional assistance programs, right? Right. Uh, so um, we did. We put out a couple of different pieces. The one that came out yesterday was about the uh, Children's Health Insurance Program, mm-hmm. CHIP, which covers a lot of low-income children who don't qualify for Medicaid, as well as some moderate-income children. And that gets singled out for a 20% cut in, uh, the, um, go in ahead. the budget. And, you know, when we're looking at this, you know, a lot of people look at budget cuts, and especially when they're, they're looking at um, ACA, ACHA, um, the uh, GOP's, you know, proposal for health care mm-hmm. in America, they don't really look at the the down ticket items that, that are getting cut. And this is one of them. I mean, you know, yes. so many people depend on uh, government assistance when it comes to um, nutritional supplements, the supplemental program, and, and different programs that help them, um, you know, to you know, just even get basic needs, um, you know, this will affect so many people. Absolutely. No, and uh, the chip cuts actually took us by surprise. We expected to see big cuts in the Medicaid program, mm-hmm. which we did see in the budget, but we did not expect in advance to see big cuts to the the chip program because it's traditionally a very popular um, program supported by both parties. Yeah. Uh, you know, it insures children. Uh, people generally support that. But uh, it was singled out for big cuts. And like you said, nutrition assistance, another one of the really concerning cuts in the budget was to food stamps. Yeah. Uh, which uh, was singled out for a 30% cut, uh, which our poverty team here at CAP estimated could mean that one and a half million households could lose food stamp benefits this year. Yeah. Talk about some of the specific budget cuts um, that you that cap was looking at that would reduce chip enrollment sure so they in addition to just uh cutting funding up front uh the chip proposal came with some specific policy changes that would end up pushing states to reduce enrollment so chip is financed as a combination between the states and the federal government working Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. and the budget would uh change the federal government's share of that spending so it would shift those costs to states uh, and state budgets have less flexibility to absorb those costs right and it would also um, states right now have some flexibility to set their income eligibility levels for chip 
and the budget would cap that eligibility at a certain level. And right now, about half of the states have eligibility for CHIP that's higher than what the budget would limit it at. So about half of the states would be forced to, um, would they would lose funding for some of the kids that they cover right now on CHIP. And so yeah. they probably have to make cuts. I mean, this program has been going on for over 30 years, I believe, right? Um, well, it was started in the, the mid-90s. Oh, 90s, okay. Is, well, it's not too far from 30 years now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Time flies, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so this has affected, you know, generations of, of people, um, you know, and, and when you're looking at something that so many people are are a part of and so many people benefit from, um, you know, this can be qu- quite devastating to not only low income people, but, um, you know, even middle income people. Yeah. Uh, so Chip is... Um kind of an in-between program mm-hmm. that kind of fills in the gap between uh, Medicaid, which um, addresses uh, the lowest income people, and uh, sort of making sure there's a bridge in between Medicaid and private insurance so that people don't fall through those cracks where they make too much to qualify for Medicaid, but not quite enough to, um, to afford insurance on their own. Uh, and so it's always been a very, it was a created um, you know, on a bipartisan fashion with Congress, and it's always been very popular. But um, this is, you know, uh, it has sometimes been, um, you know, states have had to cut their eligibility due to budget concerns, Mm -hmm. but we we usually don't see it targeted on the federal level for these kind of cuts. So it's uh, very concerning. You are also, Thomas, we're we're talking with Thomas Hausgetter. He is the policy analyst uh, for the health policy team at the Center for American Progress. You've also talked about, um, you know, eight different ways. You There's a piece that you wrote with several other mm-hmm. people about eight different ways the budget threatens health and safety of Americans' families. Um, talk a little bit about some of the things that uh, you guys saw as, you know, <clears throat> you know, ways that America's families are affected by this. Sure. Um, so we did a bunch of, at, at CAP, because we work on so many different issues, and because the Trump budget affects so many different issues. Yeah. We um, did several uh, cross-team collaboration yeah. projects so we could get a more comprehensive look. And so... Um, I'm also actually you know, hoping to talk to you about uh, the piece that you guys have released on you know, a look at the income divide in our nation's schooling system. But if you're not co- comfortable with that, I totally... <laughs> well, I'm not, I, can, I can try. I'm not an education <laughs> expert myself, so I might not have the greatest answers. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, and then the piece that I was helping with... Um, we talked a lot about the the Medicaid cuts, yeah. which are um, which are enormous. Um, you know, the the Medicaid cuts in the budget combined with the Medicaid cuts in the AHCA would be one and a half trillion over ten years, and in that tenth year, the Medicaid program would be reduced in half. Wow. Um, and you know, the, and what, so so what does that mean for the average family, right? So the average family yeah. that is that is you know using Medicaid right now, what does that mean for them that you know may not think like, oh, it may not affect me, even though they're yeah. on Medicaid? So the um, the AHCA alone, uh, the Congressional Budget Office said that was going to reduce Medicaid enrollment by 14 million people mm-hmm. in the in the uh, by the tenth year, and so you're almost doubling those cuts. And so, you know, I don't know the exact number, but we're talking tens of millions of people losing yeah. their health care coverage. Yeah, yeah. And this is across the board. I mean, you know, the bad yeah. thing about it is it doesn't 
you know, those cuts don't care who you are. And I think that's what so many people, you know, get confused when they think about, oh, it won't affect them. It will definitely affect you. And, and it, you know, when, when people were looking at, you know, just even this election cycle um, and not thinking that the, the things that they were, you know, advocating for was going to affect them later on. I mean, it has devastating effects. And, uh, yeah, and a point going off of that, with, especially with Medicaid and CHIP, is that, um, you know, when you look at Medicaid and CHIP enrollment um, over the course of years, it's not the same people there. Those, um, there's a huge amount of um, back and forth in those programs as people fall on hard times mm-hmm. and take advantage of those services for a couple of years, and they get back on their feet and they're able to afford insurance on their own going forward. So a huge... Um, you know, uh, Medicaid is a, a very big program, but a lot of it's uh, people who aren't on there for all that much time. Yeah. And so the percent of the population that at some point needs to take advantage of those safety net services in order to get back on their feet uh, is a lot more than you'd expect. Wow. So you also talked about, um, you know, how how this budget um, that that has been, you know, widely panned from the left and the right. <laughs> Um, is looking at, you know, getting back some of those tax cuts that were for the wealthy in order mm-hmm. to um, uh, in order to defund these programs. What are some of the, the tax cuts that, you know, have been, you know, restored as a as a result of this? Yeah. So um, so two of the ones I'm familiar with uh, because they were in the ACA, there were two tax increases that affected mainly the wealthy um, that helped to fund the ACA. And those are both repealed in the budget and in the, the health care legislation. And those, um, those two uh, tax cuts would cost about $300 billion. Yeah. Um, and almost all the, bene- all the benefit of that would go to the wealthy virtually. And and with both of those tax cuts, I think 80 to 90 percent of the benefit goes to the top one percent. Uh, and, you know, that's part of the reason why um, this budget has such extreme um, cuts to safety net programs, not only in health care, but in nutrition assistance and housing mm-hmm. and, um, you know, environmental health. Uh, yeah, because you're, they have to pay for those tax cuts. You guys are, are saying that it cuts protections for clean air and water. It levels funding yeah. for the Title X family planning program. It cuts funding for life-saving medical research. I mean, these are mm-hmm. some things that, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, rich or poor. These things affect mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, we all breathe the same air. Right, right, right. I mean, it just you know, I, I, you know, even to just even the recent, um, the the recent uh, uh, piece that I wrote, you know, the piece I wrote that I read a while ago, saying that uh, Trump is is removing the uh, calorie count on food labels, so in in restaurants. I mean, these are mm-hmm. these aren't things that are are. Um, these are things that are detrimental to people. I mean, you, how? Wh- why? Why would you even do that? That is that doesn't even make any sense. Um, so, to cutting medical research, you know, that saves lives for people rich and poor, it doesn't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. cutting cutting funding for clean air to me is 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 detrimental for for everybody. So, you know, I I, I just don't understand it. 
hoping, no. Thomas, that you can help me out. <laughs> well, all I can figure out is they want these tax cuts really bad. And so, I don't know. Yeah. Hard to understand. Yeah. We are here with Thomas Hustler. He is the policy analyst for Health Policy Team at the Center for American Progress. Uh, his piece, The Trump Budget Threatens Children's Health, is out on Center for American Progress. Thomas, I hope that we can sort of parlay because I think that, as mm-hmm. you said earlier, that these things are related, right? So, Center for American Progress did a study on the income divide in the nation's schooling system because I think this this actually ties into the nation's healthcare system. If children mm-hmm. are not receiving proper health care um, or the proper health that they need or not receiving the assistance that they need, even to, you know, the WIC program to get enough fun- funds for groceries on a you know monthly basis, um, mm-hmm. that affects their schooling and how our schools are, you know, teaching the, their kid, the kids. Um, but the, the study from the Center for American Progress um, looked at, um, segregation by income and how that affects our school systems. And I'm hoping that I can kind of get you to comment on the fact that this is all related in in so much as, you know, th- th- how we are treating our nation's children is how they will grow up and how they will, mm-hmm. you know, even be educated. This this is all related. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I don't work in education policy here, but maybe we can get you in touch with uh, someone from our education team. Oh, definitely, definitely. I would love to talk to them about it. But uh, one thing I can comment on is, um, you know, we see those kind of effects not just in education, but uh, all over the place. In healthcare, um, people talk a lot about what they call social determinants of health, Yeah, which talks about how much of, um, you know, a person's health is determined not not just by their access to health care, but by the communities they grow up in, mm-hmm. the households mm-hmm. they grow up in, the schools Even they access, access the access yeah. to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all of those things, you know, come together and have a huge impact on your, um, your opportunities in life. And so uh, it's important that we're addressing all those things in a comprehensive way rather than just relying on one aspect to try to fix the whole thing. Yeah. Thomas Hulsketter, I hope I did not butcher your name too much. You're laughing <laughs> no, too much. Great. Oh, good. It's policy, a hard one. <laughs> a policy analyst. Uh, he studies health policy at the Center for American Progress. His recent pieces, The Trump Budget Threatens Children's Health and Eight Ways the Trump Budget Threatens the Health and Safety of American Families, is out. I encourage you to take a look at uh, both pieces in order to fully understand how they may impact you. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I always have fun doing this show. I always have fun. I hope you guys do it too. You're listening to WERA 96.7 FM. This is for my ladies like soldiers we stand up. Remember when Tupac told us keep our head up. And even when the times get rough we get up. Treat your life like a stage you can hit and tear it up. Pass the mic, pass the mic, let us come through. Don't ever ever let us stop or try to block you. You gotta tell them you're something better than any other. You never settle, you next level, yeah you make Funding for WERA is provided by Rust Insurance Agency, LLC, a locally owned independent insurance agency since 1889. For more information, visit rustinsurance.com.